0: guys, this is Ryan. This is Gear Talk, but I actually do have a name. It's Lance Seymour, um, but people don't know that, so hi. <laughs> and?
1: Uh, this is Blake, and people kind of know that because I say it every week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a Guitar Podcaster Summit here at Nam, well, at our condo close to NAMM, uh, and we just thought it'd be fun to get everyone together and chat it up about whatever comes up, you know? Talk about Nam or talk about in the business of podcasting or whatever. I don't care. There's a business? (laughs) I don't know. The The non-business of podcasting. (laughs) Old baby business is booming.
0: (laughs) Old baby. Hey, what sponsors do you have on the show, by the way? You know
2: what? We don't have any sponsors on oh. on this, okay. but I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt around after the fact. like, okay. hey,
0: you want to get a sponsor
2: on our <laughs> on our uh, triple podcast <laughs> podcast? <laughs> yeah,
0: you got the the tree the the force the, the, the tree yeah trio,
1: the quad. triforce the, yeah the tri- tran- triforce tri- tr- yeah.
0: the
2: trio there we go
1: yeah. I was going Legend of Zelda on it, but I, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, so,
0: but, but it's very true, and and it might happen to you guys. What it does happen to me when I'm at Nam, they're like, "Hey, this is this is gear talk." Uh-huh. Did they ever do that? Hey, this is sixty cycle hum or this yeah. is tone mob. Yeah, totally. Like, and, and and one time I was at lunch with friends and I was telling them about this from last year and, and my friend says, "I have a name, all desperate like that." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, man, that's that's so I I have a name. Yeah, it's a Reliance. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You so I think thing,
2: so. I mean, I, you run Gear Talk. You started Gear Talk, which is like an empire at this point. point, tens of thousands of people." on you know Facebook yeah, Empire that you run. And then you do other media stuff too. Obviously sure. you have a podcast and you do videos and, and things like that. But yeah, I think most people don't you know they think Gear Talk and they know what that is. And the think community. A, a group of people know oh it's Lance Seymour, but it's not like I, not as not everyone on Gear Talk knows that you're the person I, behind it.
0: I I say that as as a big joke because the fact is it's n- I I I am very specific to not make it ever a personality driven sure thing because it can't at all be ever uh, about me or about any personality or about any anybody who helps admin these things right what is about it overall is the connection as a whole and and yeah I don't think most people on those groups n- know my name but that's that's good it's I don't give a shit I, I'm glad that they <laughs> I'm glad that they're connecting and talking and if there's some. Positive talking that's even better because a lot of times there's not right. You know, there's a lot of there's a know, lot of
2: uh, your group has attracted a lot of drama over the years. Well, well, mostly
0: because there's so many people there, there is so many people. And, you know, we You're could, gonna we could that, have a hundred thousand yeah. people in each of those groups if we wanted to. But yeah, the fact is, I don't approve most of the people who ask to join plus there's really? a ton of spam bots yeah, oh totally. no I, but the, oh, the reason it takes so long started on yeah, the spam reason bot. it takes so long to get approved sometimes these groups is because I don't have time to approve 800 people because I <laughs> yeah. look through every single one to see is, is this, this person does this person look like a douchebag or do right. they look like a spam bot
2: I mean our group is really really small compared to yours we have 800 people in our group but that's right now. great I like yeah.
0: the small groups like that because uh, like Wombler I told him about like, like his group uh-huh. like I think that's what Like, those small, you know, Gear Talk started with 50 people, but it was like, it could, when it was about 800 to 2,000 was like the sweet spot. When it got to 5,000, it's like, well, this is big and Uh it's still cool, but then I didn't hang out there as much and I didn't chat as much. Uh, And my friends, the real, like the, the core unit of the first guys, they weren't really using it as much. Because what I when I do my gear talking, it that's uh, so so lame. Um, that's so lame. But when I do when I do that, I just text my buddy because that's what it was back in the day. Why why that was born was because. I was tired of uh, the gear page and I didn't want to talk to an anonymous fender guy 222 I wanted to talk to a friend right so now I just got, went back to texting my friends and showing like we yeah. talk about pedals and stupid shit like totally. that totally so you've know.
2: gone back to square one mm-hmm. in your personal life yeah, I mean well,
0: well, no not my personal life Right, it's right. Has, has evolved but uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't know if I've I think I've come full circle sure sure, sure.
2: but what I was going to say is like we we get you know I saw the face you made when you mentioned spam bots
0: like we get that
2: even though only having 800 people in our group, we get spam bots all the time. And it's like I when someone it's asks, what are
0: they trying to accomplish? Yeah,
2: what are you trying to do? I'm not going to buy your jeans or your like sex pills or whatever. But it's like, anytime I get like someone requesting to join, and it's seriously nine out of ten people are spam bots. And it's like I go to their Facebook group, and it's like, oh, you're a pretty girl, probably not, probably not. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: you're an Asian, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Asian or <laughs> no,
2: or you know, Indian, like, yeah. Like, and, and then I go to their Facebook group, and I'm like, okay, you know, gotta give this person a chance. I scroll through. If I don't see guitars at any point, and I don't see Something. that they have another friend in the group, or like, I see how recently they joined Facebook and how many groups are That's in. all
0: the criteria I yeah. go by. Yeah.
2: Like, you have to judge these people. And it feels bad because I want to be like, oh, I'll give them a the benefit because, of a doubt. They may not be a there's person. That one, there's that
0: yeah. feeling, there's that feeling of like, oh, uh, Shambitabad from uh, uh, Delhi. Like, he might be a gear nerd. And I'm like denying the guy. I want and the guy I, in the group if he's legit. This is how obsessive I am. <laughs> I remember the first time when geared five years ago when I was like approving and I would approve everybody. Yeah. And and I, but I would look through through and if they look kind of shady I didn't. There was one guy one time that didn't look shady and actually accidentally hit do not approve. Oh no. And I remember that this this long that it was the first guy, and I was like, "Damn, that that was a guy who wouldn't be in here, and he seemed legit." What was his name? How do I find I him? Can't find <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now he thinks he's not in the group. Oh no! <laughs> no. Come back! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come, come back, normal white guy holding a guitar. <laughs> you were one of us. Oh, it's very true. That's 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 this thing that yeah, never totally. stops. It's, no, totally it's horrible.
2: I've accidentally done that. <laughs> i accidentally like cr- click the wrong button on my phone or something. Yeah. Like,
1: Oh no, oh, no. Oh, no, disapprove. <laughs> so I, I don't get the spam bots through that because I don't have any of, of that. Um, you don't
2: have a Facebook group.
1: I don't have a Facebook group. Okay. And And uh, barely understand Facebook as it is. Oh, anyway. yeah. You
2: didn't join Facebook until after you interviewed me,
1: I think. And I and I only did it to, uh, like, because like I thought I should. Right, and, totally. And, and then my profile is still, like, totally, like, private. And I'm just... <laughs> in there like I don't under this this beast that is Facebook is still confusing to me. So I don't know. I'm but just gonna stay like, private and be You're a master of
2: other social media. Like you've you've got tons of people you're on, on Instagram.
0: You're on Instagram and um you're on are you on Periscope?
1: I'm on Periscope. Periscope. Are you on uh, are I'm you on, on everything at this are point. Are you
0: on the the one that Wampler's got me on the now the um
1: uh Snapchat where you send uh, photos I of I no. still don't buttons. understand that one, so I'm trying to figure it out. I
2: keep hearing that I need to do Snapchat, but I keep thinking like, isn't that just for dick pics? That's what I thought. I, I thought that's I <laughs> said to <dick laughs> Brian the other day.
0: And Brian was like, No, it's much more legit than that. I'm like, nah, it's for dick pics. If it? I go on there
2: and I see a single dick pic, I'm I'm out.
0: Well, don't follow gear you know talk. Brian... <laughs> <laughs> You'll be out pretty <laughs> soon.
2: Oh jeez. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but it's like it hits a certain point where I feel like with us, we've got a pretty good stride with our couple social media media things. Do I really want to introduce like a new thing? No,
0: because here's here's the thing. I mean, for one, I, there's a few lessons I've learned. And I'm getting very, very, very busy with what I do. Uh-huh. For one, it, it's work within your means. Yeah. And December was like hell month for me of of trying to help a bunch of brands out getting ready for NAMM and doing a bunch of consulting and doing a bunch of demos and also doing uh, like gigs and then things like that Christmas cantatas for these big churches in Atlanta. Yeah. And I'm like I'm never seeing anybody. I'm at home alone all, like 17 hours is working and I'm just going I no, I, there's a time when you got to just say I'm cool if I don't do that. I'm not going to. Yeah. And look at what Seth Godin, the like the marketing genius does. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do Twitter. He doesn't do, um, he does a blog, but it's the probably one of the most, it's like the top five most successful blogs on earth. Uh huh. And it's because he said, I'm just going to do this every day. This is what I can do. And so if to me, what I've like for, for instance, um, Instagram, for example, I, I, I've, I've been able to build a following on that because I made some rules for myself of like, well, I will post no less than this many times a day. And I won't do more way more than that because sure. I don't want to spam out anybody. Mm-hmm. But it's it's that diligence. But you cannot be diligent to... Everything you cannot, you what's the phrase of like you can't serve 14 masters right, of social right. media, which is which is that exactly what the Bible or whatever said, right? And so, <laughs> yeah, the Bible, whatever. yeah, I mean, so I quote the Bible <laughs> often and it's often not in the Bible, but <laughs> I uh, but it's like it's like you, you, you figure out what you're good at, I like your your podcast uh-huh. or or your page or whatever, and if you got to follow in there, make that the best thing ever. Right. And when you're able to grow and expand, then do it. But if you can't and it's you're just worn out, cuz yeah. I run, people don't know this, but I run social media for a bunch of other companies right. too. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's a point and where I'm like at a point where I'm not going to do anymore just because I know that my You hit your limit. You hit your max. Uh, my my level will drop. A uh,
1: quality level will drop. Yeah, if something I has to give at some point. That's the
0: thing. Yeah, yeah, totally.
2: That's what.
1: Where I just I got on Instagram specifically because I understood how it worked without ever using it. I got. Right. It. I understood the concept behind <coughs> it. It was something blatantly obvious. Like people like to look at pictures of guitars because how do I know that? Because I like to look at pictures <laughs> of guitars, and then and then I just used it. And now it's fun because I really enjoy talk. I've met so many cool people on there. Um, but now I I just like I'm going to get people on there and then I'm going to shove them towards the show
0: because right.
1: this is what I really like so to do. So the
0: show is what you really that's your passion. Yeah. Okay. I
1: love talking, which is pretty obvious, and I love talking about gear because I love gear. Right. So um, I, uh, gear talk was already taken, so I couldn't use that. <laughs> well, uh, <no>. Darn! <laughs> yeah. Too bad you
0: didn't show up five years ago. Exactly. I, thinking, I, exactly. I, could have, this, I have only I could been have around done something else with my life.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've only been around since uh, March of 2015, yeah. so it's I like
0: do, I do have a question about that because every other day, oops, sorry, <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, every other day, um, I see. I used to follow all these uh, gear accounts but it just got so overwhelming it's crazy and and there were so many and they all were posting the same stuff and i just stopped following them because yeah. it's not it, it, it's like i wanted to be in that community and i'm in the community but it's like what so so okay i i get your point of like building up an instagram following to get them to another thing that's your thing like the mm-hmm. the podcast i dude i totally understand that but like the the idea of like it's like a daunting thing i think to start a brand new just it, nothing but gear account and think it's gonna yeah. take off and, and grow because I don't think it'll resonate with people like I, it would have like three years ago.
1: I think part of it is because I make it known that it's me on there and I put I talk about whatever it is a little bit instead of just kind of posting like look at this sweet Stratocaster. I'm like. This is Stratica. I mean, I still do that, but I always try to put my own little thing in there. I think
0: that's a big yeah. important yeah. It's your branding, man. And, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm real specific with what I say. And I'll, a lot of times I say very little because I have no knowledge. And I still have no knowledge about it. Most of anything we just talk about, I, I'm not technical at all. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, so, I, for one, I don't want to just start saying stuff.
1: Making things up. Because right? I don't know anything. <laughs> exactly. But
0: uh, another, it's like, um, I like to put... What, if I repost from a, another account, I like to tag the other account, but not say everything the other... I don't use the repost that much. Right. Right. I, I, I don't say a lot about... I don't say exactly what they said, because I want somebody to go, I like that, I want to know more, and click on the oh, at, right. mm-hmm. whoever it is, and go find and discover their page. So, yeah. it's a real... Kind of, there's a thought process for for me at least, and I, I understand your thought process too, and, and where you're coming in. And, and and personal branding is so important to actually yeah, but you got uh, sixty cycle home specifically as incredible. Like the I like uh, when I see you, I just see your beautiful blonde hair. And I, when I, see, when I think 60 cycle hum, yeah, he, he likes, I know, I'm just, you know. Uh, I, I, no, I, I see like the cat t-shirts and whatever. And, um, and so there's like a, a cool branding thing that you guys have latched onto. And I feel like a lot of these accounts uh, uh, and and like yourself, I associate my name. Like mm-hmm. if you go to at your talk, you'll see a Lance Seymour, mm-hmm. name on there, and it has my personal email address still this day, which I should change. But um, <laughs> but it's like jump it, on there and get it do, real quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, if you do That's have some, how many stuff. people are going to listen to this? Because I don't. Want, it, it, I'm changing it, but um, it's like uh, it's like if you have some sort of personal branding thing, and then you connect with your followers on, on a more, like not just posting, but you do connect with them and, and talk to them. Mm-hmm. That's that's really important. And that's why the Facebook groups um, really were a big thing when Gear Talk started yeah. because of the personal interaction. And, and then you were able to interact with um, business owners like JHS was one of the totally. guys. And, and then big players like guys like uh, um, like David Ryan Harris and Peter Stroud. They were uh, uh-huh. first members of, of those groups. So, yeah. It was like, there was a way to connect with these people that you think are way up there, and then they're just geared nerds, too. Oh, totally. You
2: know, know, the more people I meet, the more I realize that all these people are exactly the same as the consumers they sell to, mm-hmm. they're in it because they enjoy it just as much as the consumers. They're consumers themselves, you know? They're, buy- they're buying guitars and pedals just like everyone else. Like, you think, like, oh, this guy, he's, you know, he's not going to buy his competitor stuff. They all buy what each other stuff.
0: What people don't understand is there's very, very, very few few millionaires who run these companies. Oh, totally. Oh. It's, it's these guys, And some of these guys are super brilliant. Some of these guys are millionaires because they had a business outside of gear. Uh-huh. But they sell that or get rid of that and just focus on gear because that's their passion. Totally. And that's pretty damn cool.
2: Yeah. I mean, their business itself might be worth millions or whatever, but what they bring in themselves, no. A lot of Not people... like that at all.
1: They don't yeah. understand the difference between that. They're like, well, this business brought in $2 million. Well, congratulations. They have... All these bills to pay for. Yeah, there's nothing left over. Yeah, like and employees, you know. Yeah, Yeah. you see
2: people online about you know various products, guitars, pedal boards, whatever, or you know pedals themselves. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fifteen dollars worth of parts. That's two hundred dollars worth of wood. Mm -hmm. Why am I going to pay fourteen hundred dollars for it? Um, because six people worked on, worked on it and they had to pay for the building that it was in and the power <laughs> and the insurance and the taxes, like that's where that. And they like to from. eat.
0: Do you get, and, yeah. And then there's the, <laughs> oh, okay. So let me tell, uh, let me tell you a story that I won't mention the company name, but I was a, uh, on a, an email, uh, I saw an email that was sent to me and, and another guy in this, uh, company And that he was at, it was a, it read like this. I can almost remember it verbatim. Uh huh. Hey guys, I love your, uh, I love your, your company, which already right there. But, uh, hey guys, I'm, no, this is what it said. I am a 19 year old broke high school student. Mm -hmm. And while I love to spend money on cool things like gear, I, uh, have to buy boring stuff like a computer and a car. Well, how's that boring anyway? So if you would be nice enough to send me, I'll uh, just come up with generic names of just an Overdrive or Reverb, then I would be more than happy to write to do a YouTube video oh, great. for you. Cool. And I guarantee you, it will be a great uh, review. And also, if I don't do the review, you can bill me for it. So blah, blah, blah. that
1: doesn't make any sense it made
0: no sense so this i I, okay so me being trying not to be an asshole (laughs) uh, i was like i was like i wrote him like a three paragraph thing i was like well listen this is how it kind of works and you have to prove that you can give a return on investment because it's not a we don't it's not a gift it's you have to it's an investment for anybody who gives a product to somebody and if it's not an investment for them they they're they really are a nice person and it's a friend thing but you're a broke high school student, blah blah, blah. and so and then the other guy uh, wrote, I saw I was cc'd on this, and he said, "Hey uh, Nathan, why um, we would love to give you uh, free gear. We have to pay for boring stuff like electricity and parts to build." Pedal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, it was it was so good, man. Uh, how that,
1: how like so came true, up, but. It, it,
0: but you know what? For instance, you guys know Roman from Chernobyl tone, right? Uh-huh. Our Roman is Chernobyl tone, yeah. nineteen sixty four yeah. years, and everybody, everybody loves Roman. Yeah. Awesome, like dude. the show. Where's he at? Yeah, where is he at? I'd love for him to be here. I don't <laughs> think he has a podcast, but he's Ukrainian, so I don't know if people would understand Roman at that well. No, he's he's really no, he does great stuff. He's yeah. a great he's dude. Awesome. Um, so he did this volume pedal tuner thing, which JHS um also came out with it, and now, but he kind of did one a little bit before. Did you guys see this thing? The I haven't one, yeah. seen it in person yet. The, I have one at my house, the, and there's one at the there's one at a oh at the Veritas booth okay yeah oh, so right. anyway there was a thread or a couple threads on, on gear talk praise and worship about it and people I'm like this is really cool and people were all saying you're selling it for $300 or something like that how dare he the <laughs> JHS one's gonna be 200 or something and I'm thinking and, and I text Roman I'm like dude how long does it take you to build one of these things and he's, like, about eight hours. Not to mention, he has to buy a poly tube, Right. He has mm-hmm. to buy a volume pedal from Ernie Ball. Mm-hmm. And then he has, he has to... to b- cut it out and everything. Out? Yeah.
1: yeah. And it looks really clean, and it's not just hacked together. You yeah, know good. what's cool yeah. about mm-hmm.
0: that? He wasn't trying to start... He wasn't trying to sell... Like, start a pedal company or, or anything. He wanted to see if he could do something. Yeah, totally. He, and it wasn't, can I build I a know, Timmy clone?
2: I have been begging... For a volume pedal pedal with a, a tuner. A tuner integrated into it? For years. Well, begging meaning thinking it in my head and complaining to people who are nearby me and don't want to hear about it. <laughs> you're know, like, it seems like such a no-brainer to me. You put it in down position, you're in tuner mode. Like, why is that not a thing before this year? Three you know?
0: years ago, I, I thought the same thing. I mean, we all did. It's yeah. Not, like I didn't see, it wasn't like I had this great idea. We all had this like we all had the same idea. It's an, idea, an obvious but need. Who did, mm-hmm. who, so I, I didn't know people through. I did text some friends three years ago and say, uh-huh. hey, do you, um, can, can, is this possible? Could you do it? And, and people were like, oh, you should just hit a visual sound and tell them to do it. Yeah. And then, but a, a while back, you know, um, and now, like, I have friends who at, at Ernie Ball and I, mm-hmm. and I text them and I, I said, uh, man, I, you probably have thought about this. Why don't you do this? Uh huh. And, um, and then uh, Brian over there got all excited And he was like, yeah, this could work And uh, that got on Gear Talk And, and anyway, long, very, very long story I, And Josh texted me that night And he, he shared with me that they're doing the same thing mm-hmm. And yeah. I had no idea another company was developing this product uh-huh. So I'm glad Josh told me Because I wanted to um, So that there wasn't some like There wasn't like 17 other companies coming out with the same product know, NAM. I wanted TC to do it yeah, does, it makes sense. It what? makes sense. It makes One hundred percent. And then sense.
2: I I started another thing. We <clears throat> talked about it on our show a couple episodes ago. And then afterwards, I was like, I need to push this idea. I made like a I made a mock up, uh, like a Photoshop, and I put it on Instagram and our Facebook group. I want the poly tune when it's in the off position to be a clock. So uh, that yes, that's, yeah. I've so that mm-hmm. when you're playing a gig, you need you know like oh my my set is over at eleven forty five, and you're not freaking like pulling out your phone like. In the middle of a set mm-hmm. it's on your board you can still look cool you don't look a, a dingus like pulling out your phone. <laughs> I, hate, I never pull out my phone man. Yeah, dingus? Man. Right. But, no that
0: was a good idea mm-hmm. and yeah it, it's probably it'll ha- happen somebody's gonna listen to this podcast and do it but I, t-
2: I tagged TC. I seen that and I, I was like TC in it and like I remember they, that they commented a few places like oh yeah that's a good idea and then Josh Scott like saw it and he's like I'm gonna start working on this right now and it's like he's a, <laughs> like the prototype is two weeks away and that was like a month and a half ago right of course yeah <laughs> So he might still be working on it, or no? He was working. He was said he was going to make a little, just a a digital, like JHS themed digital clock that you keep on your board that runs off of your nine volt, which would still be perfect. Mm -hmm. It's not connected to the tuner, but it'd still be perfect. Just have a little cube, you can shove it in, you know, your free space wherever it is, and run it off a nine volt, and that'd still be great, you know.
0: I, well I, li- I like the idea of the volume yeah like because because you would get a, so much for bang for your bike totally. and, and if it's just ran on a nine volt then that's yeah, that's mm-hmm. killer
1: yeah um and if it's in a little like standalone enclosure this is something that's gonna have to be battery powered or the clock's gonna need set every time
2: yeah I mean there's gotta be you can just got I'm not an engineer I don't know how to make the <laughs> I don't know how to make the magic someone out there can figure that out
0: <laughs> you know but but there's with, all, with right? all the great ideas we have, You have, you have not, not so much me, but (laughs) no, no, it's like, it's like, don't you wish that you had that mind of an engineer? I, I kind of, I know that's something I totally did not have. I could not, I don't, I've never attempted to build a product like a pedal ever. Yeah, I mean, have you have you guys? Have you I have built,
2: attempted not to do, build pedals, but every now and then I get that wild hair where like I should figure out how to build like a Dod two fifty because I love two fifties, and I look it up. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty simple. I'll just order all the parts, and I get on to you know Mammoth or whatever, and I'm looking at all the parts, and I'm like, I realize I don't understand any f- of this f- at shit, all, yeah. and apparently like these have to go the right direction and you have to learn how to read like the codes on the little like resistors and capacitors based on color stripes. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not gonna learn a color based language (laughs) for me to learn how to build stuff. Like it seems like just a whole other place mentally.
1: I I just have my, very left-brained yeah, yeah. I, I have my toe dipped in that world a little bit uh-huh not enough to say i know what i'm doing or at all right but i understand a lot of that stuff i i come from a mechanical background and like had to do a lot of basic electrical things mm-hmm. and so i kind of get it like i get how capacitors work i understand the basic concept behind everything and so it's like yeah i can i could pull that off and then i go over to my buddy leon's house he's out there running around right now and he's like i got an idea for a pedal I'm gonna do it. I'm like, you never built a pedal. You should start with like a fuzz face or something super simple. He's like, nah, I got this. <laughs> Next thing I know, he's breadboarded this super complex. circuit. Oh my circuit. gosh! Like he's he, he he's one of those guys. He's very minded that way, and he orders all the parts. I don't remember where he ordered them from, Mammoth or something. And you know, he he hit a wall. He he got everything put together. Hit a wall with one part of the circuit let it sit in his brain for a month, left it breadboarded, came back in like two days, had it figured out. Oh like, this is, there's no, I don't have this ability.
2: It makes me sick a little bit. Cause if I could do that sort of stuff, I would be coming up with crazy ideas. But
1: but, but
0: see, that's the thing. It's like, I, I don't think at least if, personally, Sure. it's not my, it's not my passion. My passion right. is creating, playing guitar, creating music, writing music and connecting with people. And most engineers aren't. Most no. engineers I know are not good at any of those things. <laughs> so it's like I think I think it really Especially is mostly the people part. <laughs> very right left brain thing, and I'm like my left brain is. I mean, I'm a, I'm like a left handed dude, so I, I'm yeah. right brained, crazy, you know. And it, that's that's me, you know. So uh, they have a mind. They do what they do really well, and I'll do what I do as well as I can. And hopefully we can create some good shit together. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, that we need them, and they need us, and, and, and that's that's the cool community of what we yeah. do. It. Yeah,
1: Well, and that's that's interesting that you bring that up, because going back to Leon, why he started doing this is because I called him in a panic on the way home from work. I'm like, I just got the greatest idea ever. This would be so awesome. Yeah. And he's like, that is a great idea. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's needs
2: to be in a place where we know people... And as media people have connections with people, where we can put ideas out there, and if our audience reacts to it in a certain way, then those people take yeah. it seriously. You know, that's Very. a
0: really interesting position to be in. It's it's a amazing thing when you get to play a tiny part, yeah, in, like in something that now is a creation that people actually are excited about and yeah. buy. Yeah, uh huh,
2: totally. That's
0: that's amazing. So you do really like you do demos of like really odd pedals and I think that's
2: fucking cool. <laughs>
3: now
2: we, we started the, uh, like the gas and go line of our pedals. Yeah. Cause we do, we were doing all like 2015. We were focused on doing, you know, like product announcement demos with like JHS and right, Walrus sure. and, and all these different guys where we did these insane, like over the top, like theatrical <laughs> intros. And that takes like a lot of work. Like, you know, Adam and I here, uh, three days of work for both of us to do a single one of these things after all the editing is said and done, you know, cause you know, a lot of this stuff we're filling out figuring out our setups, you know, as you go, as we go yeah. along. Now we could do one probably day and a half or something like mm-hmm. that. But then I, I was like, I really, I just want to have a format where I can do all these crazy pedals that I have in my music room. And I want. I, we talk about them on the show, and I don't want to spend a day and a half working on a demo. Dude. Like it's crazy. And so I came. We came up with this format. We pitched different names around a lot with our inner circle of, of guys, and uh, we came up with this concept where it's like I can set up a rig at home. I can have the camera on the stand pointing at the same location and I can have the all the microphones set up and the amps set up. I'm going to swap pedals out, and I can record for five minutes and go pedal, 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 pedal. Yeah. pedal you know?
0: I do the exact same thing, man. And I, I, since what I do with different companies I work with I have tiers of demos I will uh-huh. do and that will be like the bottom tier thing but it gets the point across totally. in a lot of mm-hmm. ways so if you want the big cinematic thing and a, a lot of cameras and a musical yeah. performance recorded you want to see but, the guy playing and yeah it's, it's 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 a different tier of a demo but totally. that's cool and, and so it's but when you're able to work with companies and provide from the biggest to the smallest something that will work for them Uh you know because sometimes the smallest company can only do like well we can get you a pedal and 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 but if it takes you five minutes and everything's yeah. already set up, then it works. It's yeah. totally
2: worth it to me just to do it for the product and eventually, you know, eventually we'll probably as we grow the audience, you have to charge appropriate to your audience.
0: Well I think it should be tiered like yeah, that. I think absolutely. if you're gonna do a day and a half, yeah, then charge what it costs to work for a day yeah. and a half. And but if it takes five minutes, you yeah. know, then you're like really winning. Yeah. Totally. Because totally. if it takes five minutes and you're getting a brand new pedal that you really did. Oh yeah. Then it's like hell yeah. We man. just
2: did the, the Renan cut uh super fat puck i'm mm-hmm. not i don't want to get the uh, mature rating on the thing so i'm not going to pronounce it <laughs> correctly <right. laughs> i already i already got
0: us there dude oh, no. <laughs> I, freaking,
2: I freaking love that pedal it's just a simple it's a boost it's a three knob boost with like a like a tone control mm-hmm. and you can dial some germanium gain in there it's brilliant i think i freaking love this thing i love that someone sent me a thing to demo and i get to hold on
0: to this <laughs> pedal <laughs> you know <laughs> it, it's great. it's 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 like a thing of being able to remind it, if you like for me there was a point where demos got I, there were so many yeah i i was like losing my mind and <laughs> right. i i but again it's like it, it was the thing of working within my means and, and knowing hey you're so busy you gotta turn some things sure in. sure totally. but also not complaining about the fact that you get to do something fucking awesome yeah you know? You know, you get to talk about gear. You get to record gear. You get to create music, and you get you get people. You know, basically validating you and saying how awesome it is. Yeah. I mean, how? how what else do you want in life? It's a trip. It's, it's a a total so fucking trip. cool, man. Yeah. I. And like if I could tell thirteen
2: year old me that someday someone would be sending me pedals just to like have me have an opinion about them <laughs> and like record them, and then I get to keep them, I'd be like, no way, you're there's no way no you're way. lying to me like right you spend now. Your, you know, and it's like I still buy stuff like, you, know, <laughs> you don't stop buying stuff no you know like I still cruise Craigslist every day looking for so like Some a, great forget a metal zone for thirty dollars or something you
0: know? I thought that's where they retail at <laughs> 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 like
3: it's
2: you know it just it's just part of your gear addiction. Like, people probably think, oh, these guys, they do demos, they get the stuff, they're set, you know. It doesn't stop the addiction. No, We're never. Still no. Just- you're,
1: you're, you're tied off. Yeah, you're yeah. You're pulling on that cord <laughs> and you're just going... <laughs> yeah it's 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 actually honestly for me i think it's gotten worse oh totally, <laughs> yeah. totally. yeah absolutely it, it, it's your, bad. your dose is up yeah you know yeah. I, <laughs> I, no, I mean okay did you guys ever see the photo
0: i posted in my pedal collection yeah mm-hmm. where you're like covered? oh them? yeah it, it well I, there's about i think 300 pedals oh my gosh in so that good. and 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 it's like dude why the fuck are you not selling these things? <laughs> and because the obsession is in me of going, you might need that. Like, well, you got the superlative and you got the Super Bowl. But I'm... I, what the, if you need to do a shootout? What, I mean, yeah. What, yeah. No, I <laughs> did. And I still haven't sold them. I, I did a su- super type pedal shootout and I did not sell all. I have the Honeybee still. Uh, I have all these. And it's like, dude, you need... You, this is unhealthy. Because I, I did the math. And say you average amount. out at about hundred and fifty bucks sure, each. Sure, totally. Mm-hmm. So that's it was like forty two thousand yeah. dollars in pedals, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, you you've won or did what you were trying to do, whatever that was, <laughs> <laughs> and like you can move on with your life, kid. Yeah, Uh-oh. but no, <laughs> I mean, and they all live in my closet, and yeah. it's like my pedal board is is like you would see my pedal board and go. That's the gear talk, dude? Right, right. Like, he doesn't have this... Th- no, I have, like... I put, like, a Noble's Overdrive on it and a Big Sky and a yeah. Timeline. And You use a, the stuff
2: you use because it's what you need for yeah. your gig. Mm-hmm. But you have this incredible closet of stuff that, right. you know, you could open a store, you know.
0: Legitimately <laughs> could.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sounds like you could, uh, if... All your other business dried up. You could just be a reverb seller for I a year.
0: Think, <laughs> I think that is the fear or insecurity I have. Sure. Of one day everything's going to disappear and people are going to mm. stop calling you and, and everything's, and you're going to have to depend on that federal <laughs> collection. It's like an insurance policy. Yeah, totally. Of like, all right, everybody found out, dude, that you know nothing about what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, uh, you have to depend on selling everything to get just pay your bills.
2: So you fall asleep feeling like you're a fraud at night too. Huh?
0: <laughs> you
3: know, thank you. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Every time
2: I sit down and record a demo, and I'm trying trying to figure out what riff to play, and I've you know I brushed up on the pedal by watching Andy at Pro Guitar Shop play or something like right, that. Right, right. And I sit down and I'm like I play my stupid riffs over and over again. I'm like,
0: I'm a fraud. What am
3: I
2: doing? I'm a loser. Why no, is
0: anyone watching this? It, it's the same. It's the same when I watch Sean Tubbs or Pete Thorne, and I'm going, totally. Who the hell? I mean, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. yeah it's, like I listen to his tracks. Those guys. And they are so fucking beautiful, and the guitar playing is perfect. And I guarantee you, they're doing it in one or two takes. Oh yeah. And they write these things, and the drums are programmed beautifully. The bass is beautiful, and it's like, you're yeah, you're a sham, dude. Just like, (laughs) like, and you know, like I feel like one day Thorn like probably will see or has seen some of my demos at this point, uh and it's probably thought this little shit is thinking. That he can even do what I'm doing, yeah. No, he probably is way cooler I, than that. I keep wanting, but to, that's my that's my inner voice saying, yeah, that. You know, not, I keep it's wanting him. to
2: pitch demos to Wampler, but then
1: I hear him play on I his know. podcast. I'm I like,
2: holy oh, hell, I'm never gonna be able to play any better than him. Like he's
1: so, <laughs> and he's always like, I'm just I'm just messing around. I'm oh like, my gosh, stop it, man! Brian. I went by his
0: booth earlier, and and I mean. I own most of those pedals but damn i just had i had a great time just playing the same yeah. ones i owned mm-hmm. and he has a couple new ones he always has a ego comp the mini ego that's comp. cool uh-huh. yeah it sounds just like the big one and then he has like this ethereal reverb <sighs> delay man that sounded beautiful but then i was playing like the sovereign and the plexi deluxe and i was like and i own those at home but i was like at nam of all places like riffing and going this mm-hmm. is fucking awesome uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. um so yeah, that we are very lucky human beings, and the yeah. fact that we're that we get to do this, and we feel our inner voice says we're a sham. <laughs> uh, you know what? But know what that is? Is it's fear and it's bullshit. Because totally. the fact is, what you do and what I do and what you do is is a very legitimate and valid thing, and it mm. does add. Uh, positivity to this community, absolutely, and that's what to me the focus is right now. Is like, what can we do with our platforms, not to acquire gear or uh, it really enhance our own uh, media so much in a short term way, but in a long term way, how can we influence this community to make good decisions? Yeah, and just and-
1: like bring like like my whole thing with this is like. Help as many people as I can and make them happy. Totally. Like, like I we when we talked, when I had you on, it was like I had this kind of thing that clicked in my brain with something you said, and I've talked about it before. It's like, there's people who aren't as lucky as me. To, two of my best friends are just as gear nerdy as I am. And they're up here with Nam, you know, Nam with me. And I'm like, there's people who, like, listen to what we do or, or engage with what we do that that is their girlfriend because they right. don't have anybody else in their circle that is totally. interested in that. Yeah. And they can't is... talk
2: to their wife or their girlfriend or even like their brother or their yeah, best friend. Yeah. It's a, about it's, a,
0: it's it's amazing, you yeah. know, and and but that comes down to that subculture and connect connectivity. And I've said the same <coughs> thing. Well, why the hell am I in a position of of being able to reach a lot of people? Um, when there are people I feel are more qualified to do that. Uh But then you got to tell that, that thing, that, that fear thing in your head. Well, fuck that because what we, what you're good at and what you're good at and what I think, what a strength of mine is, is, is just connection and empathy with other people and, and trying to being able to see when you talk to other people online or wherever it, it might be, see, their point of view and try to help their point of view and try to understand where they're coming from and see where you guys can connect. Totally. And that's the, that's the money for me, man. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, well, going it's... back to like feeling like frauds and shams too. like <laughs> something I think My about, something I think about all the time is like guys like us like and, and the demo guys and stuff like that. You're not selling your guitar playing. Like you can have it. You can, you know, if a builder wants to do a thing with an incredible player, They're using the player to sell the thing. The player isn't selling his playing either. The thing that we're selling to these builders as people who are content creators is our audience.
0: Absolutely. 100%. If
2: if you're an incredible player and you have no audience, you're never going to do a demo for anyone because they don't care. Like I'm not an incredible player. I have an audience. And so that's the reason why... Where I'm in the position I'm in,
0: and you you know speaking of like Instagram, I could go buy, I could get five thousand dollars together and buy a hundred thousand Instagram followers, totally. but that, yeah. that is worth nothing. Mm-hmm. But the people who follow me and and follow you guys is like they are legitimate. Consumers and customers and they're the demographic that these people these businesses need to connect 100% with. so that's the audience Yeah, you and know?
2: and media is changing so fast like you look at I Don't know how magazines are still around
0: I, I I think about that all the time
2: mm-hmm. and those people magazines charge a ton of money for advertising and mm-hmm. Who knows if their numbers are real or not who knows if they they're it's like newspapers so their whole business now He's lying to advertisers and saying, we have a million people in our audience. They're distributing a million papers, but they're sitting on the newsstand. No one's buying them. No one, they're throwing, I haven't ever paid for a newspaper subscription. They throw it at my door every day and I throw it in the trash. I, I,
0: I said that to the mailman the other day. It was like, cause I get spam mail and I'm like.
2: Who
1: that's was? a good point. It is like and spam. I, and, I, and I yeah. said,
0: I said to him, I was like, "Don't do you get tired of all this shit?" He's like, well, "No, keeps me in business." Yeah, totally. So I was like, "That piece of bills." Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for now, it does. For now, I mean, there's still people yeah. who there's still companies who are so uh, behind the times they are uh, paying thousands of dollars to uh, 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 to the USPS to just put this crap in your mailbox. Right. Totally. Um, that's all. It's it, but it is changing and it's mm-hmm. gonna change it and. I guess a lot, there are a lot of businesses out there, business owners who just don't understand that. Totally,
2: And our business is so totally different with podcasting and media and groups mm-hmm. and stuff like that is that the audience interaction is so clear and so apparent. Yeah. Like they're right there. They're on our Facebook groups talking back to us about the episode, telling us when they buy stuff that we talk about.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes me feel great. That makes me feel really yeah, good. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And then
2: it's like it's so powerful to people who want to advertise. It's like, yeah, we don't have, we don't have the numbers that you know Guitar World magazine claims to have. Mm. But every, you know, every number that we have is a, con- a number of someone who consumed our product. Yeah, it's not a magazine on a newsstand, and it's not, you know, it's it, measurable. It's completely mm. measurable, and the audience is so specific to, um what they want to market to who they want to market to people who love gear and buy gear it's a no-brainer mm-hmm. you know yeah so I think we're gonna see more of what we do become the commonplace marketing mm-hmm. and there might be people come along who are bigger than us and but I, I you don't know, think
0: that matters I don't think I, bigger, think so I don't it's think quality. bigger is better yeah. sure I think uh well again <sighs> because they're, they're like again there's a, a ton now of, of uh, Instagram accounts with 50 60 70 thousand yeah. uh and they don't really even have any sort of interaction with their uh, 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 followers at all. It's just like, uh, we post photos of great looking Les Paul's and that is very provocative in a mm-hmm. lot of right. ways, but also it's not really, uh, it's not really a community at all. And
2: a lot of those a lot of those freaking channels, they just grab pictures from other places. Pictures right. that I put on my Instagram, I either took that photo or it's something that came into the guitar culture that's so like, Oh, what is this? Yeah. It's like, I've got to put it out there,
0: yeah, you know. Yeah.
2: And a lot of times, like if a new product comes out, I won't even post it because like everyone's already seeing it somewhere That's else. That's
0: the thing. It's it's like I don't do that anymore either. Yeah. And so it's getting a little bit more difficult to come up with uh, be uh, yeah uh, you know as a content creator is a term I use a lot as well. And it's it's like you do have to create the content in in a lot of ways because if you are just constantly reposting, um yeah, it, it it's 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 it it was cool maybe. It was okay a couple years ago because as long as you're giving credit to people, you always got to sure, give credit totally because there's a no, lot man. of assholes who don't, never do. Yeah. Um, but um, now it's like you really got to hone. And this is stuff I'm telling myself. You really got to hone mm-hmm. what you're putting out there and you got to make it different because that's that what's the, your niche. Yeah. And so to me, and, and this is something we you did uh, that, that kind of, when I started thinking along the lines of how do I make this community better, because if I'm in a place of influence If I'm not making it better Then I don't deserve it Right So I, The the Guitar World magazine yeah. For instance <laughs> um, With uh, And mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this I did okay. uh-huh. I was so all over that I, This was This was uh, Kind of a trial Because I think Guitar World magazine Is irrelevant to me It's a joke Totally And I yeah. When's the so, last time you read it Never I, I, It's been years uh, Since I even t- Picked one up when And was I don't the last to, time I was a teenager So yeah. for, to give 13. To give reference To what I'm talking about On um Sponsored
1: by Guitar World magazine. There was a uh, <laughs>
0: Everybody's seen Guitar World <laughs> Everybody's seen Guitar World Magazine uh, Buyer's Guide Where they have The naked porn stars On uh-huh. it And um The tattoo specialist And I'm real I, <laughs> I'm real close I'm real close With Bobby From She Shreds And we were doing Some promotions together And um She has some beef with these people, too, about this. Of course. So (laughs) we talked about it, and we were like, well, why the fuck do they put these porn stars on a guitar magazine? Um, Why don't they put a real female musician? If they want a female on it, put a real musician Uh on it. So I Photoshopped this porn star and put Anne Clark from St. Vincent on there. And um and I you know I wrote this long thing that was pretty respectful and I had it cleared by Uh I was doing a promotion with Paul Reed Smith and a a promotion with Ernie Ball and I had to get it cleared with these guys because they run ads with totally uh, Guitar World one hundred percent so it wasn't a it wasn't a thing where it wasn't very calculated I know I was real calculated with what I said but I wanted to say we have to hold our content creators. Like a magazine, responsible and to like an account. There's an accountability there. Do not talk to us. Do not treat us like we are dumb animals. Right. You better give us some great content, or we don't need you anymore. Totally. And especially when I was 16, I thought, ooh, hot girls. That's kind of cool. And 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 two years later, I was like, are they still doing that? It's ten years later, and they still have just porn stars on on these things, and it's saying. You're dumb. That's yeah. Because because it's so lame, and they're always just bikini selling girls, like, deans, you like know can <laughs> I just type, can I just type in something on my iPhone right now and see hardcore porn at that, any second of the day? That's what I Why keep do saying I wanna... about it. Like if you are a person.
2: In two thousand sixteen, if you were a person in two thousand eleven, two thousand nine,
1: you have a, 2005. you
2: have a computer in your pocket, you have a computer at your home. If you want to see naked ladies, you know how to find naked ladies anytime you want. Like it like I think these magazines like the bikini editions used to make sense like in the nineties. Like pre internet, early internet, like
0: It's like Playboy if, magazine. If you want yeah. to be like,
2: Oh, like the swimsuit edition, like this is, you know, I don't get to see this every day. Like, <laughs> if that's your thing, if that's your thing, you can look at it every minute of the day and never run out of it. Now, why would it be a selling point for a magazine anymore? Like, go put, you know, like Premier Guitar had uh, one of Roni's guitars on it, and that was like a huge thing. People saw the picture of the the Oceana or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my gosh, that's what I want to see. Everyone was enamored with that magazine cover but it was beautiful it was beautiful if guitar world magazine just took a guitar that was beautiful and put it as its cover for every issue that's all they have to well, do it is,
0: it is beautiful every issue of guitar world because the cover is always kirk hammett <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. no, I so uh, no, okay so <laughs> okay so to, to but to go a little further in that story what was beautiful is Ryan did a <laughs> oh yes well I saw- take on my take yeah. and did some crazy <laughs> <laughs> cover where he was on it
3: it was and, beautiful and too. it was amazing
0: I and I, and see I, and that was way. I was like that's what I want to do. Really? I want people to fucking talk about it. I want people to I want things to go viral as in we're talking about a totally. relevant subject.
2: I think mean, everyone should whenever those issues come out, everyone who is a responsible content creator should be speaking
0: against it. Did you see this? Did I send you that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Somebody sent somebody sent me this on instagram they oh, did that did, yeah. i don't know if, i don't yeah. know if that's the dude or yeah. not who said i saw
2: i saw your post originally via she shreds right um and i was like that's brilliant i didn't know that this is, issue was out i had already done a thing similar to what i had right did when off of uh guitar world's instagram post because they were posting pictures of them right, taking photos that. and i really quickly had uh someone take a picture of me shirtless holding Like the pedal up like covering up my nipples like holding up the palisades (laughs) and so this came around i was like i've got to do it again i've got to you know hit the iron while it's it's hot like same day i'm losing my voice here because of nam um i went in my garage i had just gotten a green screen so go in my garage oh yeah you told me (laughs) that (laughs) i remember in my garage i set up the lights set up the camera i was like honey come downstairs i need your help so she comes in the garage (laughs) I'm wearing short shorts and I think I had like a tank top on or something like that. I don't remember. No, I tied like the shirt. Yeah, up that's right. Yeah. Because that's what the model was doing or whatever she had. Like, I don't remember. But, uh, but I had my wife like pose me exactly right. And she was like cracking up. She's like, no, throw your hip out like this. <laughs> and it's like, look how beautiful the age we live in. This same day that you posted something and everyone else is posting something, I go take a photo. I get it on my computer. I've got it up in a couple hours, and it's you know it hit while the iron's hot. And it's just be like these, yeah. you know, this force for changing guitar culture. And that's something Steve's not here yet. He's coming up tomorrow. My co my normal co host. Yeah. Something we've talked about from the very beginning of starting the podcast is that we want to develop our own guitar culture that yeah. is similar to the way steve and i have already been talking about gear like our whole friendship mm-hmm. and we want to bring people into that like teach them the language that we use to speak about gear and the way that we think about gear which is a more positive way than you see a lot of places and is doesn't have this whole weight of the antiquated like misogyny and just like like antiquated classic rock worship and stuff like that and classic rock is fine i love a ton of classic rock but there's too much culture out there it's like oh yeah yeah. how does this help me sound like stevie ray vaughn i I feel like
0: i feel like what i want to uh help evolve is the thought that anything is cool or anything is not cool in the gear world you know as in um, this particular brand of pedal or this particular guitar. I mean, there are things that I don't think are cool. I don't right. think uh, ESP guitars are very cool. No. Um, but I'm not going to say that I couldn't get great sounds out of one either. No, sure. You know what I mean? And, and they
2: have their place. Anytime we find something on the show and we're like, we think this is stupid, we also list off what kind of person that's probably for. No, I, I, I think
0: that's i think that's <laughs> fine and I think that's funny, but I, I also think don't ever close your mind to anything. No. And don't ever be like I'm above that or yeah. or whatever. And that's and that's a big problem with just this gear culture and this community, uh, in a lot of ways. Is um, is uh, the 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 idea that you're 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 cool and if you can? I think the reason that that I can. Relate with a lot of people is because I'm not cool and I've (laughs) never tried to be cool. And I have friends that are very cool. Right, cool. And to me, they're fucking lame.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, because they're spending all their time being cool and you can only be interesting if you're just like aloof for so long, you know? (laughs) Like yeah. after a while,
1: it's like, are you gonna move? Or are you, what are you doing right now? And what
0: I, but I'm excited. I'm excited about people, and I'm excited about relationships and friendships. And I'm excited when I see cool. gear. And I'm excited when I there's a brand or a, a guitar company that blows my mind. Totally. I didn't think they were gonna. I didn't think they would.
1: Uh huh. You know, it's kind of fun. I've seen things before. I'm like, yeah, that, uh, well, whatever. Plug into it or whatever. Pick it up, and it's like, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is totally. Like change my perspective yeah. on whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I hadn't spent a lot of time playing. Like, I should take a step back. When I was uh, first starting out to play guitar, like PRS guitars were like my dream. Yeah. they were, like my dream guitar. Like that and was gonna be the ultimate goal. We just interviewed
2: Paul today. Yeah. yeah. No, we just
1: interviewed Paul today, and it was like, <laughs> and then, and then they kind of, I kind of, they kind of fell off my radar a little bit. I was like, they're cool, but that's not my dream anymore. Sure. And then recently i was like those are gorgeous why have yeah. i not been paying attention to those really? and i went and picked them back up I'm like i'm an idiot i've been missing yeah. out on so much for so long that you you know because i had a preconceived notion that they were for blues lawyers right, right. <laughs> and, <laughs> it, and it's like no these are great guitars Just
2: for anyone who wants to enjoy them like i you know when i was <laughs> a teenager i wanted to be a shredder i wanted to be joe satriani i wanted oh, to be I, that, yeah. I wanted to be gary hoey you know uh and is like, oh yeah, I want that Ibanez gem, you know. And then I you need a handle. And, and then, then I grew out of that. And like, you know, I was in punk bands and stuff like that. I'm in surf bands now. And now I'm like starting to look at gems again. And I'm like, man, I still kind of no, no, I still kind of no. want a gem. One, one of my
0: favorite <laughs> things to do is my said cool friends. I when I see a piece of gear that I know that they won't they won't think is cool, but the, I spin it in a way. Where they have to think it's cool, right? Right. Like, well, you know, uh, oh yeah, man, did you see Ryan Adams is playing this? Uh, you know, um, oh shit, like more mini pedal or yeah, something yeah. now or something. Like, so, and, and they're like, um, yeah, I heard those are really good, man. I I would try. Yeah, I'd play. Oh, that. You totally, know, oh yeah, I totally <laughs> one of those. And yeah. I love when yeah. I can trick my friends into being uncool and that's totally, totally that's just a f- weird okay so speaking of weird fetish habits which that's not a <laughs> fetish of mine not yet but but you know we're talking about all these positive gear things but we were talking about uh at breakfast this morning i wanted to bring it up on the show because it's so, it made me laugh so
1: hard but have you ever heard of feeders
2: feeders, feeders? you
1: ever heard of feeders no right.
2: what's a feeder
1: feeder i'm getting introduced sorry to de- derail you but Last time me and you did a podcast together, I was introduced to a new weird thing, and what now this it? is going to happen again. The the what do they call that? The quiet whispering. Thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, ASMR. ASMR. Okay. So now here I am. I'm going to get introduced yeah, to we're another weird about feeders thing. Now. So,
2: what yeah. are feeders?
0: Well, feeders are when like a not so heavy guy is attracted to very very heavy women and then what they do like what they're like oh, no. turn on it is making is them fat by feeding feeding them
3: what?
0: Yeah. like feeding them cake and taking Adam them out Adam is to chiming
2: in behind the camera taking them out <laughs> to like
0: lavish dinners fattening dinners and is it, is it, and breakfast entire, making them breakfast oh my mm. god I, that's, I didn't even know how that. do I sign up for that
2: I yeah. want to be
1: the guy I want to be
0: the fed, the fed person <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone feed me please please <laughs> can a beautiful woman just buy me pizza every <laughs> night oh via the internet I'll, I'll put on my webcam and eat it in front yeah. of course. yeah, sounds, I even do it shirtless. it sounds perverse mm-hmm. But
3: I'm kind
2: of on board. Like, that's To be on the the
1: other side of it. I don't want to feed nobody.
2: I don't mind if the guy's on the other side of the webcam doing whatever he wants to do. (laughs) As long as I don't have to see him. (laughs) Yeah. Just send me food.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I, I... Domino's just shows
2: up, <laughs> yeah.
0: Domino's and, and the pizzas, like, like you get, like they would feed you Chinese and pizza in one night because they want you as fast. They want to. I mean, you would die early, right. you know. With wait thirty years before you would, right. but man, you'd go out fucking Super happy fast. as a clam. Like yeah. he'd be paying for your food, and he'd have to pay you like five hundred bucks a, 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 every two days or something to keep up the. Yeah, no, case. you, know, I, you did, to, yeah, I, did, I did, I did, did for did know a girl once. Um, that that did do sex line talk um for a living uh-huh. but i knew her like she was a person she's there they right. are people who they're do real that. people they're they are real people yeah. just, they are real people they are not just that they exist outside of when you're calling them right Is a job um, not, to get that paid I, for. not that i've ever yeah. called and called them no uh, <laughs> no but she she told me that she only has like one or two clients really and they pay her entire all her bills, because what she said they pro- she provided for them was the girlfriend experience. Yeah. so they wouldn't just talk sex; they would get on the phone. And she and she knew they were total losers. Like totally. just like
2: well, they got money. Well, they have they can't be they
0: total be a losers? I mean, no,
3: losers. No, no. <laughs> yeah,
0: in the photo, she's gorgeous too. Sure, sure. But but these these dudes would pay like spend, send her like all their money. So that they could talk to her on the phone and feel like, and they could complain about their work and right. and everything, and it was the girlfriend experience. I thought that is that is that's I, I, okay. Yeah, that's not that's pretty bad. So that's we're
1: weird. talking about weird things. But it's,
2: it's a service. That it seems like it sounds like at a certain point it evolves past like someone calling a sex line and someone like just calling a therapist. Yeah, just call I mean, the so
1: suicide
3: hotline. And talk to them for a while. You know. You just <laughs> Adam says we
2: just alienated half our audience. <laughs> I can call whoever I want. You know, going the- <laughs> going back to what we do, that's kind of what we do, but we're, no. we're providing a guitar friend that people can it's with. Like, it's, oh. oh, it's, yeah. it's slightly less creepy. It's slightly less creepy. It didn't start out sexual, but it might end up there. I'm i mean not you know, going to write anything uh, off.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, the, 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 the gear groupies we got into the wrong industry if we wanted to get groupies. I think because it's all just, okay. So somebody, when I was at the Nashville gear expo, somebody sent or tagged me in a photo that said, um, the, um, Lance Seymour, the, uh, gatekeeper to all things cool and gear. Oh, actually (laughs) dot, dot, dot. Oops. I mean, the gatekeeper and, and handler of only nerdy guitar guys on the internet <laughs> I was like thank you
3: <laughs> yeah, dude basically,
0: you, you're hired you, you won
2: you keep all the guitar nerds in like one place so they don't infect they don't, everywhere don't, else
0: don't tell <laughs> it. yeah it was so it was so funny how the guy summed it up I was like dude yeah. I love you I whoever oh, you know is um, there
2: anything nerdier than a guitarist, though? Like, we're driving in here. We're driving it down the, the road. Uh, computer,
0: computer scientist. Past the yet, yeah, I so. I, those guys are know. rock stars these days. Well, I know some nerdy computer sure, scientists, sure. But.
2: but it's like driving down the road. You see everyone. You automatically know there's a guitarist, there's a bassist, there's a live sound guy. Oh, there's like, I'm there's sorry. all this. Uh, there's all like the stereotypes, which just is it's fine to be a stereotype. That's great. Embrace who you are. Uh, when I was but walking like, here, all these oh, people are just they're just nerds who found like their nerd niche That's you know it. mm-hmm. it's no like you were saying earlier i don't know if we were on mic we yet weren't. But it's no different than like dragon con or something like that you know
0: it's this we fatu- th- with these I, pieces of wood like, with strings what, what on them what yeah, I and said, little metal boxes what i yeah. said <laughs> when we before we recorded was nothing will make you feel more like we're just ants yeah. and when you go to a Nam show, totally like a winter Nam show specifically, and then you—it's like Dragon Con meets music gear because there are fucking people in anime costumes oh, yeah. and Teletubby costumes. What I said before. I, like, I saw a guy found our, We found our niche with guitar gear. Yeah, but the guys who are dressed as Teletubbies found their niche dressed as Teletubbies mm-hmm. with other Teletubbies. I took a
2: picture and posted it on Instagram of a guy yesterday who looked like he was off the set of like Star Trek, yes, like the Next Generation, like like a villager from a planet. I saw like that, that guy today. You too. You saw that
0: guy? Oh, is he back? No, it's just another guy who's probably oh.
2: like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm like, <laughs> I'm who are you? This... Why are you doing this? What are you doing? I don't I understand kn- you. I want to know you. Yeah, yeah. I want to get all these people together and I want to just ask them all at the same time, like why. What are you doing? And like all the guys... I said this last year after him. I don't understand all the guys who are like in their 50s and 60s and trying to do the Motley Crue thing.
0: But no, but that's that's the thing. I think about that all the time. These guys did find their place in the world. Right. And they're because not going to let it go. Millions of these people,
2: mm-hmm. seems mm-hmm. like. Yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe it's an L.A. thing, but... I don't know.
1: I, I don't see it very often up in my neck of the woods.
2: I never see those guys in San Diego. I think it's
0: a, I think it is an LA thing, but I, or maybe they're all coming from Milwaukee or something. But they, <laughs> you know, they all have like they they found their place, man. And I so we can't really judge it because we found our place. Sure, we think our place is cooler, but to them, they think their, their place, place is
1: cooler. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think my place is cooler. I think my place is more self aware, but that's probably not true. I'm probably not more self-aware than these guys. These guys wake up every day, look in the mirror, and put on the sequin jeans, and they put on like the tuxedo with like gold ropes all over it. They are completely self-aware of what they're doing. They know doing. what they're doing. They, they do know. It. They know that's not how anyone I else Like dresses. The hashtag
0: people of Nam. <laughs> <laughs> people of Nam. <laughs> was that the guy? Yeah. Is it? I don't yeah. know. Was no, that the guy you saw today? No, not the guy. Oh, the guy saw dreadlocks, guy. but he okay. looked like he looked like that dude. Like it was. He was from the, a different planet, but off yeah. the same show. I yeah. wouldn't be
2: surprised if I saw someone dressed as a Klingon walking around. No, you're it wouldn't
0: totally be shocking. See that. At I all saw either. that last year. I saw Star Trek guys dressed. Yeah. You know. Why are you here? Okay, that's
1: cool. But, but why but, are you here? You
0: know what I love about it? it is like I walk in and there's some guy who holds a sign up that says "God hates fags" and yeah. I see that and yeah, there's a part of me that goes, "We should kick his ass," but no. It just adds to the environment totally. of craziness, totally. Which is one of these events, yeah. and what I see about these events is we all we all want something, and we want connection, and we want community, and mm-hmm. we get that, and we get this crazy sense because we're, we're us particularly are nerds on our fucking phones all day and <laughs> on, on our computers, <laughs> and that's the community. But real when we when we have this real life. Meeting of all these people and seeing all these people, it's a amazing thing. Yeah. It's amazing that all these people come together and they're all human beings. I'm just one guy. You're one guy. Everybody, and 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 then and and and, and there's women too. Um, oh, they're totally. people too. And, lots uh, of women in <laughs> Amazon. <at Namibu. laughs> no man, there's it's it's so amazing. And I, and I watch these people because I love people watching. Yeah, and going that person has a desire and a want, and they're here for some reason and we're all here for some reason somebody plays saxophone somebody plays nothing but just showed up somebody's a a, a, a creeper who just wants to fill up girls at the
1: show <laughs> right right if we're that's all... his thing don't judge oh uh, yeah okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, man. at uh, least
2: he's not feeding them right <laughs>
0: uh, there's a feeder here there are feeders here i wouldn't well, be surprised no there's the a there's so, <laughs> no, no, some. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know
2: what? You know what it is. The the thing that makes Nam like incredible and brings these people out and is like having them do this stuff and it's this is about us too. We're musicians. What we're looking for, especially being musicians, is we're always looking for an audience, mm-hmm. and that's what Nam is—is mm. is a built-in audience for these people who dress up like crazy and do outlandish things they have an audience and they might you know not have a musical thing to present and it's nam honestly is the worst place to present your
0: music absolutely but
2: if you have another weird thing about you and you're there to do guitar stuff you have an audience and that somebody's gonna see you that uh that entertainer in you it's like I have an audience. I need to do my thing, and, you know. And
0: isn't that isn't that art, man? Isn't that absolutely. like the purpose? That's that's absolutely it's, it's art. And 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 what I believe, you know, art is connection. Uh-huh. And I picture a guy this morning got up at four thirty a.m. and started putting on his makeup. He, he's a, <laughs> like a bald guy, and uh-huh. he looks normal. He's
2: mm-hmm. put trying on his wig, and <laughs> then he's
0: like putting them on. He's doing his makeup, and he's like. Put in like his, his, his gauges in that he can't wear at his day job, and <laughs> right, right. Like and then he goes to Nam and or whatever convention or whatever sure. weird thing he ends up at, um and and that's yeah you're you're completely right. I love that about he wanted that people want an audience, yeah. And, and you know I mean yeah when you know Casey from Veritas was like, hey, can you do will you do a video for us? And and there were all these people that were around. Um, when I was playing guitar for this video and 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 yeah, I mean, I can act like that. I'm cool, yeah, and act like I'm just this guy who plays guitar, and yeah, this should be happening. But inside, I'm going, oh my fucking god, this is like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they're looking at me. i like, oh ooh, we got hot in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like,
1: oh well, hello there, sir. You know? <laughs> and
0: I just like, I'm like looking at the guitar, like, like I don't know they're there. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like looking Dude, up, I'm Oh, totally... this is pretty cool, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, dude, this is what I do. You know? oh, but no, man. I mean, I'm so. Again, it is a thing of going back to the gratitude that we get to be in the position. We get to know the people. We get to sit in a room with mics on us, with lights on us, <laughs> and go, what the fuck do we deserve that? <laughs> we, we don't really. So that's why we say, hey, man, mm-hmm. I, I am so glad that I can get to do this. So I'm going to bring my A game yeah. every single time, and I'm going to be work on being better than i was when i got up yeah.
2: Yeah. it reminds me of something that bob taylor said to us we did a, uh, an event yeah. over there I remember that yeah. and um he kept saying because he was showing us everything he was showing the skunkworks and everything mm-hmm. he's like for people to do what i do they have to do they have to have done everything that i've done mm-hmm. and i think that's like it's easy for us to go like oh some guy who's a killer player could do what this demo I'm doing way better they could represent this company way better but then they would have to go and they would have to start a group with tens of thousands of people they would have to go start a podcast they would with, have to
0: start a group with 50 people right <laughs> no but you have to they it. would
2: have to start it and then do all the work in between to grow it to that They, you can't just be like I'm a killer player I'll do your thing because you don't have an audience it all comes back to the audience theme well that's know? what's
1: most important about the whole thing and, the lesson, and it's to like strip it down to like the audience, in a general sense, is important. The individuals in that audience are super important, and that is why uh-huh. I've always made it a big point. And it's 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 difficult to do at times, just from there's only so many hours in the in the day. Yeah. But one of my favorite thing, very favorite things to do, is to email people and get people to email me that have an issue or a question. And sometimes I can just answer it in an email or uh-huh. find somebody who knows what I'm t- what they're talking about. Sometimes I don't know what the yeah, answer. Right. My very favorite thing to do is to go, I don't know. Give me your phone number. I'll call you in an hour. Right. Totally. And yeah. and, and start talking to him. And it's like I am talking to myself on the other side of that line right oh, now. Yeah. Like this guy is just like me. And I just happen to know this thing that he wants. It's a piece like of those, information on. And that's like my knows, favorite thing he, to he, do. And he it, knows
0: yeah. things that you want to know. Totally. Which oh, is it, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I've been doing that a lot lately and trying to make it a point, like, when I email, like, my email subscribers. I'll put that out once in a while, like, it's been a while since I've done this. You guys uh, just want to talk gear for a little while? Mm-hmm. And and I'll put a schedule up, and then people will go on there and schedule a time and hey. call them up. And it's like, hey, what's up, man? And cool. it's so fun. It's so
0: fun. That's really neat, man. Well, I mean, you know, that's, that's the thing that a platform like this opens up for you is... Well, what I, what I used to say about Gear Talk is I could I could drive in pretty much any direction on any highway. When I run out of gas, I'm going to find somebody who's part of this community within <laughs> drive and distance of me that would come and get me and, and, totally. and help mm-hmm. me out. And now, to me, it's like uh, it's opened up opportunities where I can connect with people. And, and iMessage also is a big part of this. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That I can connect and talk to people all over the world that I would have never known. Yeah. otherwise and and i so when i because i'm i stay up late all the time and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't i don't sleep much i get up early kind of, a lot of times but i so i'm I, when when i know all my friends on the east coast are asleep i text chris benson on the west coast or paul roney because i know he's still up it's only nine yeah. o'clock for him and then it's or, or my friends uh in australia john o ashley or somebody like that it's like uh, friends in asia it's it's amazing this the 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 and and they are we're all the same. We're all the same nerdy type of guy who wants to, what he hears in his head, get that out. And what's amazing about what you heard in your head, it's not as good as what can be achieved when all the things mm-hmm. come together. You know, and 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 that's we all have that. Yeah, yeah. totally. You know, it's
1: ah, uh, it's it's just something like I, I I take a step back and just go, this is. This is awesome. And it's not just awesome because of the things it's enabled me to be able to do, like this. Uh-huh. It's awesome because when I meet these people in person, like, that guy is super cool. Like, I really like him a lot. Yeah, like, totally. we, we need they're, to hang. They're cooler.
0: Like, you're like, wow, you're way cooler than me. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. why do you want to be friends with me?
2: Mm-hmm. There's but. so many nice guys in this industry. Like, it's incredible how... Because I've been in other industries. I was in the apparel industry for a couple of years. All those people are tools. Like, right. bad people and you go to the trade shows and you can't talk to anyone and they're just they want well, to have nothing to do with you. You can walk up to any of the owners at any of these booths and talk to them and have a real person conversation with them and they're real people and they're nice guys.
0: So, okay, for instance, this show somebody you didn't know before the show who's been the coolest person you've met.
2: I hadn't met uh John Feasel. Well,
0: yeah, he's he, saying that the place I'm staying at. We're oh, in right yeah? the same house, he yeah. He saw
2: him, No, I yeah, ran in. Cool. I ran he's into really him. Cool. He's at, awesome. At uh at Cusack's booth, mm-hmm. he was playing. I was talking to Cusack. He turned around. He looked at me. I didn't know who he was yet. He's about to sponsor one of our episodes. Okay. He sees cool. me, recognizes me, like comes over, like big hug, like
3: hey! big hug, to, to everybody. I have to look <laughs> at his tag,
2: like, oh, you're <laughs> and he's been. We keep running into him. He's such a nice guy.
0: He's genuinely a good person. Yeah,
2: really cool guy. But everyone's really cool. Like friggin' PRS today.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a really riot. He was a good time. Yeah, well,
0: but what about you? Somebody well, I know, other than Paul Reed Smith, who you met, <laughs>
1: um,
0: you haven't had a ton of floor time yet.
1: I haven't had hardly any floor time yeah. at this at this yet. I I keep coming and doing these, yeah, but, yeah which yeah. is cool. But uh, I haven't met anyone new on the floor yet. Mm-hmm. But what I have done is meet up with people that I've already talked to a hundred times yeah. and go oh yeah by the way i'm blake oh you're blake oh okay, well, what's you going were on
2: at an after party last night old blood noise had an after party
0: man i was gonna go to that but then i didn't <laughs> <It> <laughs> great <was awesome>. story <laughs> it was, yeah great, cool story bro
2: <laughs> but yeah that, you know you had not even been to nam yet and that's probably honestly the after parties are amazing <laughs> yeah. like, quality experiences where you actually get to like be personable with people and mm-hmm. like real interactions with people and it's not crazy loud you know
1: yeah that was not last
0: night because i went to the d'angelico party and it was crazy loud they (laughs) it was like robert randolph and then after him it was uh and and and, and jeff skunk baxter was playing guitar too with robert randolph and then Elliot easton and some of the guys from blondie's band and and the guys from the cars uh, got got up and played and uh it it was amazing it was really really loud Um, (laughs) i bet and then we ended up, uh, we went to, after that, we were all pretty hammered. And then my friend Josh was like, oh, my friend is playing with this artist at the at the Marriott or something. Let's go. And the artist happened to be a guy named Matt Marr, and I have no idea who that is. And it was a Yamaha-sponsored event. So we walk in there, and I have a beer in my hand. I sit down, and I realize we're in a worship service. <laughs> for Matt Moore, obviously is a <laughs> big time Christian artist uh, and he's he given an altar your call. Beer. John Cusack's with me and he's pretty lit too. And I hear, him, I'm sitting <laughs> down on the back row, kind of quiet experiencing this and I'm going, this is kind of cool. I'm kind of tipsy at church. It's weird. And then um, I hear John going, ah, you know, so uh, who's your friend up there? He's like, I'm like, John, they're like having an altar call over here, man. Like, oh, they are passing
2: out communion. Yeah, man. it was
0: weird. And uh it, it was it was so funny to go like from the crazy D'Angelico party, which was not a church at all. No. and then go into this worship experience and then walk down and have street tacos at the Marriott and uh t- and, and Lee Sklar walks by and I'm like, Whoa, there's fucking Lise Clara. Jesus, that's you know, yeah, the mm-hmm. iconic guy, yeah. Um That's you know, Carl Verheen walks by me, and Paul Jackson Jr. And I'm like, Jeez. I'm like, it's just like, hey, eh, that's Nam. Yeah, it's it cool. Nam. It's yeah, crazy. Every single cool people, every single cool musician, ever thought of. Yeah, it's just there, and it's it's not starstruck really because it's just that's the environment. You're just yeah. there. There's there's that guy. They're just
2: guys like you yeah but, like
0: uh, they're just guys guys like you can play better yeah. you know it's just <laughs> yeah. or get paid better to play the same yeah. way you oh, do oh
2: no they can play better <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah. than me well we're over an hour now so we should probably wrap this up it's been just total blast
0: yeah this has been fun right
1: i now. think
2: if you guys are down i think it'd be fun if i send you each the file and we all post oh it. i'd love that because
0: yeah. i i actually really slacked off on my podcast uh in the last few months because I have no idea why my podcast does as well as it does for right. the fact that I never do one. Maybe that's why because Maybe. they're like I don't have to hear from this asshole if I, <laughs> if I subscribe to it. It's only every now and again right, I'll right. hear from the guy. Like
2: when you have one, you push it because you've got your one episode. If I put if I pushed every episode like across everything, people would get sick of it because it's once a week.
0: Yeah, so man. you come
2: out with a thing. It's a special event. You know.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to do more than uh, than once every. Three months or whenever. Sure. I I took some time off because of Nam. It was so busy, oh, it was man. Crazy. But uh, th- yeah, I I can't wait to post this because I feel like this was a very good episode because you guys are yeah, you guys kicked it was ass. a blast. <laughs> it was very yeah fun. yeah. <laughs> you fun. you, you got we're we're each other's people. You're my people. Right. I'm totally. Your people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So let's plug ourselves at the end just to wrap it up. I'm Ryan from Sixty Cycle Hum. Steve couldn't be here. He'll be here tomorrow
0: recording with people, and. My name is Lance Seymour, and I uh, do Gear Talk.
1: I'm Blake Wyland, and I'm from the Tone Mob.
0: Listen to all our podcasts
2: all at once, and uh, <laughs> thanks all for listening, once. guys.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye.
2: Hey, guys. I hope you're enjoying all the content that we have from Nam. If you really enjoy this and you want to hear us get more content, from places that we can't do within our own city, places where we need to pay for travel and pay for hotel expenses and things like that, uh, you can help us out by supporting us on our crowdfunding page through Podbean. You go to Podbean. There's a crowdfunding link on there. Uh, you can give whatever you want, but at the ten dollar level, that gets you into the inner circle, and there's a whole bunch of perks and a lot of extra and early content for you there. Uh, I also just want to thank everyone who's already supporting us through the crowdfunding. Uh, you made this Nam possible. I couldn't have gone up there for four days. Steve couldn't have been up there for two days. We couldn't have had Adam up there for two days to do uh, video work. We couldn't have gotten all the amazing content that we did get without the help from you guys. It really, It really just made the whole thing happen and it opened up a lot of opportunities for the future for the podcast. So I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, Once again, if you want to support us through crowdfunding, get on the Podbean, look for the link. It's not that hard. There are people who have opted to uh, skip the the Podbean crowdfunding with a monthly payment and just give us a lump sum yearly payment uh, through PayPal, which uh, gives us a higher percentage of that money. So if, if you're feeling really generous, there's that option too, and we are very appreciative. And it comes with whatever benefits uh you donate it so consider that huh all right guys i hope you enjoyed the rest of our Nam content we've got anywhere from about seven to ten things here that we're going to share with you over the next month and a half